0: He is risen.
1: He is risen indeed, which is the sponsor of today's podcast, Indeed, (laughs) which is a great place to find job listings and to
0: post jobs for businesses. Whether you're looking for a job in the game industry, the space industry, maybe even the church industry. And we're actually we're actually not sponsored. No, no. by them.
1: Indeed, we are not. <laughs> indeed. Well, this episode may not be sponsored, but we are releasing it on Sunday.
0: <laughs> Special occasion. Special occasion. Easter Sunday. It's Easter. It's coming Happy up. Easter, Sam. Thank you. Did yeah, you, you did your you church too. have a uh, like that saying? You go up to someone and say, "He is risen," and they you have to respond, "He is risen indeed."
1: Yes, we. I do that at my house church sometimes. We haven't done that for a while though. But I don't think I ever did that at my old church. Yeah.
0: This year you gotta see how many people you can
1: <laughs> how many people get I can get to, say to respond
0: to that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Then maybe do. they'll sponsor us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this uh we got three segments in store. There's no better time than on Easter to release our religion slash Christianity slash Bible study podcast. So I got three segments planned for us today. First off, we're gonna talk about our Easter traditions, just what we do throughout the week with ourselves. Then we'll do a Bible study, super fun. Nice. And then we'll talk about Christian media. So stick around for those three segments, shufflers. Yes, three. Ooh, that's a... Three is a special number today. Three is the number of today's podcasts. Just like Sesame Street.
1: (laughs) Yeah, let's... Before we get into the segments, we'll get into some life updates.
0: That's right. We didn't have any challenges last week. So just life. What happened in your life? You had spring break. I did have spring break. And the thing that always happens
1: when you have too much time on your hands is you make poor decisions (laughs) with that time. And one of those decisions was that me and my brother had a marathon of all four Shrek movies and both Puss in Boots movies. I Ooh. I did mention Shrek the musical, but we didn't watch that.
0: You also didn't watch the Puss in Boots interactive Netflix special?
1: We did not. We uh, did not. It's a shame. But I'm just going to give my quick ranking, my revised right. ranking, because it has changed a bit from the last time. So ready. top to bottom, Puss in Boots 2, best one out of all of them. Love it. Followed by, surprise, Puss in Boots 1. <laughs> That's actually nice. a shocker. Cool. And then Shrek 1, and mm-hmm. then Shrek 4, Shrek Forever Whoa. After, And then Shrek 2, huh. and then Shrek 3.
0: Okay. I, I feel like people would agree with that, minus the Shrek 2. The Shrek 2 might have some people asking questions. Yeah. I know that's a fan favorite.
1: I, I thought so as well. And that was that was one of the ones that got lowered during the second watch because they had a lot of really forced references from other movies that I thought were way too cheesy and, and now they're outdated. Kind of getting on my nerve. Yeah, and yeah. definitely outdated. So that's my reasoning.
0: Okay. Cool. That's my quick so, Shrek my shranking. That's how you spent your time, uh, Shrek Marathon. Yes. Speaking of marathons, my life update uh, I'm not training for a marathon per se, but I am back into running. i training for uh, 10K and a Spartan race. So I did a 5K last week. I got another 5K coming up this week. So I'm getting back into it. I'm running around the neighborhood. The weather's a little better. The vibes are up. Feeling good. I just hope I don't get hurt. That's That's all I ask. What is a Spartan race? A Spartan race is awesome. I haven't done one yet. Have you heard of the Tough Mudder before? The Tough Mudder? No, probably not. (laughs) Nope. Not by that face. Uh, It is a obstacle course race. So it's like a 5K or a 10K in every quarter mile or so. There's an obstacle.
1: Okay. Like a rope climb with like something you would think of in military
0: boot camp. Sure. Sure. Exactly. That's (laughs) really pretty much what it is, is putting yourself through some basic training exercises. Great, great. But with other people, and yeah, I think me and Leslie are going to do one uh, later this year, so looking forward to that. Okay. So, Sam, I'm going to be honest. Um, the intro music, I, I dropped the ball. I didn't remember until the last minute, but I did download something.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was about I to start listen. singing. I didn't.
0: I didn't. <laughs> I mean, you could do that.
1: Our uh, God is an uh, awesome guy. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I've been all right, all
0: right, all right. Oh. <laughs> no no yeah we can do it
1: <laughs> no 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 no. let's see yours let's see yours
0: <laughs> i i didn't listen to it i just downloaded it i looked up easter music first thing that came up so we're easter gonna roll with virus it
1: virus download
0: if this is terrible <laughs> sure sure hope not if this is terrible then we'll uh we'll sing but let's just let's go roll music Okay. Amazing See? Grace <laughs> It's kind of vibing I feel like this is the perfect music To just read the bible to I'm going to open Oh, Do you ever just open to a random page in the bible Well I have a Not a random page but I have a good verse for you Shoot Psalm, ready. psalm 38 7 I know for, it's going to be an absolutely <laughs> terrible psalm But I'm going to look it up anyway Okay psalm 38 Wait, what version do you have? ESV. Okay,
1: actually, I'll read it. I'll read it because okay. the version okay. matters. For my loins are filled with the lo- loathsome disease, <laughs> and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am feeble and sore broken,
0: and I'll end it there. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you had that queued up <laughs> specifically. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to try and I'm just going to do random verse. Okay, open it up. This one will be good. <laughs> a I worthless hope. man plots evil, and his speech is like a scorching fire. A dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. This is terrible, it gets oh. worse. A man of violence entices his neighbor, and leads him in a way that is not good. Okay, I'm gonna end it there, because okay. that's...
1: That, that's gotta be Proverbs, though,
0: right? It is a Proverbs. Okay. I was like, that. that sounds very wise. Indeed. Okay, I'm, I think we almost put the people to sleep.
1: Sorry. <laughs> a lullaby, Happy go Easter. To sleep. That is what
0: that felt like. Yeah.
1: All right. Snap out Fantastic. of it. Fantastic. All right. Well, we're gonna get into our first segment. Uh, just our Easter week traditions. Maybe a bit about you know our Easter experiences growing up and stuff like that.
0: Absolutely. The first thing that comes to mind is actually predates the quote-unquote Easter week is the Lent period, which started almost 40 days ago. And Lent was not something that my family or my church participated in at all. I didn't even know Lent was a thing until I got to college, if I'm honest. That is exactly the same for me. I didn't consider
1: it until AGO, which is pretty cool because it it just kind of shows – how like our different backgrounds are coming together in that.
0: Yeah. So it's a cool thing that I've picked up. My parents are always like, it's a Catholic thing. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? But I, yeah. I, you know, all of the traditions, you know, if you do them right, I don't know. I'm still trying to navigate it myself. But I did uh, give up some things for for Lent this year. I gave up social media, I gave up meat on Fridays, and then started the Lent experience with fasting on ash wednesday so it was it was kind of it's been good the 40 days have gone very quickly and uh now we're now it's easter
1: yeah i i didn't do anything this time around i really was wanting to exercise consistently and stuff like that but i well partially laziness and kind of getting off my schedule and then the last two weeks since I stubbed my toenail and bruised it, I just couldn't run on it. So that's my excuse. How is that, by the way? It looks the same. It looks <laughs> the same. It feels a lot better. Oof. Yeah, I don't feel it anymore, but well, not not like in a <laughs>
0: got it. you know, completely gone. gone
1: amputate kind of way, but in a the pain has subsided kind of way.
0: Excellent. Well, that's our experience with Lent. Not, not a lot. You got two non-denominational boys here. We won't get yeah. into the, all the dominate denominations. Denomina- <laughs> we won't get into all the denominations. Yeah. I did look up denominos. <laughs> I could really Pizza. go for some denominos right now. I, could... <laughs> <laughs> all right. I did look up all the denominations the other day and it is, we could do a whole podcast on that, but we're not. We're going to talk about Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday. the week, the Sunday before Easter. Did you do anything for Palm Sunday that you remember growing up? Did you have the big palm fronds? I never did that. I kind of wish I did, but no. I'm assuming you did, though. We did like a very few times. I remember them having really big decorations for it. And it, w- it was cool to see like greenery inside of the church. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I Palm Sunday. Like, what about there's like a jump, you know, because it goes from Sunday to, to Good Friday to Easter Sunday. Yeah. But like, what about the days in between? Like Monday, Tuesday? Just throw Wednesday, those away. Are those just trash? I feel like we should come up with specialties.
0: You're right. We should. I don't know if some already exist. I do. There is, I think, Holy Thursday. Is Holy, like, sure. Let's I think that's the,
1: an actual thing. Holy Thursday slash Monday Thursday. I don't know how to pronounce okay. that. Sorry, well,
0: Catholics. We, so, we're still missing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I like to alliterate things. So, what if we, like, Monday, he probably, that's maybe the day he flipped the table. So, like, angry Monday. Oh, what about moody Monday? Mischievous. Oh, because not Jesus up to mischief, but everyone else oh, is up to mischief. Mischievous Monday. Mischievous Monday. I like, it. I like
1: moody Monday, though, as well. Okay.
0: Moody Monday sounds better. Let's go with Moody Monday. Uh, Tuesday. This is Passover. So try like they're going to be eating die. a lot of food. Oh, that oh. too. <laughs> Trying not to die Tuesday. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was thinking of
1: Passover and like the scene from Prince of Egypt when yeah. like the death angel. That honestly, that's that's crazy how I watched that as a kid. That part.
0: That is a scary, but Great, well done movie.
1: So that's why that's why I went to try not to die. There's <laughs> con- there's context. I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> sure, hope
0: not. Uh, okay, so we got try not to die Tuesday, and then uh, for Wednesday, that's all I need left. Okay, I'm thinking a lot of prayer going on, worship, worship, worship? Wednesdays, new calendar edition approved by my pod shuffle. Yes, the <laughs> the MPS my Pod shuffle biblical version that is coming out that's that'd be fun have you seen the like the gen z bible translations before oh no dude is it just okay. all
1: <laughs> all <TikToks? laughs> Let me, let me let me pull it up let me pull it up the gen z v <laughs> it does roll off the tongue
0: all right you ready for this i'm ready <laughs> I haven't read these before. These are all new. Okay. So, you know, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave yes. his only begotten son that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have its everlasting life. Here we go. Gen Z. God thought the world was so fire, he ghosted his literal son that all oh. of his hashtag followers would low-key live forever. Oh. Uh... <laughs> The way you said that, you've definitely read oh, part of this to me before. Have not? You right, have. Try this one. Try this one. Beginning of the Bible, and God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. That's Genesis one three, Gen Z translation. And God was like, "It's lit, fam," and it was lit, fam. Gosh, so fire, man! How do we how do we connect to the youth? <laughs> this is how. How do we this start is- a
1: new Jesus revolution?
0: <laughs> this <laughs> among the okay all right, i got one more one more for you it's the love is patient love is kind verse and it just says love slays and then it has a bunch of hashtags after it <laughs> like Jeez. hashtag love hashtag like envy no like all that sort of stuff oh i love it anyway sidetracked my bad that's crazy that's a full translation they know no i don't think they have a full translation okay because i was gonna say no they just have like funny verses like, the Lord is Gucci, the take Nixon. refuge in him and it'd be hashtag blessed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the thing that exists. That's something. Have some, okay. have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> we can going to get back to the week. Back to yeah. the week. Here's the thing. Why is it Good Friday? Why is it called Good Friday? Why is it Good
1: Lit Friday? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: gas friday gas oh my gosh gas friday (laughs) no it's good because it's it's good anything god does is good that's why that's kind of i guess what i think but did you have like big good friday services where everything was sad and solemn and candlelight
1: um no i asked that because i did
0: not really (laughs) mainly just just easter itself okay Yeah, we just did candlelight. We'd sometimes uh my church would play (laughs) they'd play Passion of the Christ. Mm -hmm. Like a portion of it on the on the TV, and that would get like as a kid, whew. I had to look away. And I did look away. Yeah. I
1: mean, I think that was the first rated R movie I saw.
0: I guess my question for you is what was your Easter Sunday like growing up at church? Very normal, I would
1: say. I mean, we would have like as a kid, kid my church would host easter egg hunts and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that was crazy because there were so many eggs and so many kids the speed in which it ended was so quick just these ravenous kids going around for for these eggs
0: but it was fun (laughs) what was inside the eggs just you know candy candy okay classic because my church would have like little bible verse stickers i was about to say yeah yeah we, we never, yeah, just, you
1: know, straight up Americanized, get as much candy as you can in the shortest amount of time, which... Kids were happy, I'm sure. It's probably in the Gen Z version of the Bible somewhere. Yep. Maybe, maybe not the traditional ones, but... Were you, were you a good egg hunter? I mean, I'll say for, like, other non-church Easter egg hunts, there's usually, like, a golden egg that had... Whoa. This was crazy at the time for me. There was like five bucks in there, which was <sighs> insane.
0: Man, the things And you I do. never
1: was the one that found it. I think I found the silver egg once, which was
0: probably- Had like $1 and- like $3 it. or something. Hey, uh, goes a long way. Make it stretch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but besides that, I mean, pretty just traditional Easter services. I don't know. We'd go to my grandma's church sometimes, which is more old-fashioned, so-
0: Nothing too crazy there. Cool. Yeah, mine was yeah pretty traditional too. I remember always dressing up in the nicest clothes, but my shirt needed to have lots of fancy colors on it. It would be the biggest production of the year at the church, so it would be the time to invite everyone that you knew to go to church with you. You'd see a big rush of people. You'd have all your creasters there. Is that a term you used growing up? I have never heard of that term. You've never heard of a creaster before? <laughs> no. <laughs> it sounds really I don't know bad. If I want to know. It's not. <laughs> it, it's not a, It's not a bad term, but it's what um, we call people that only go to church on Christmas and Easter. Okay. Okay. Which is a large yeah, population of people. So no judgment. Very, That's great. Yeah, very I'm glad you go to church on Christmas and Easter because those are arguably the two most important days. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be just big production. I remember I was on the worship team for our church and we'd put a lot of work into the music and the, just, it'd be a whole thing. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. I always loved Easter. Always had a good memory of it.
1: Yeah. It was never, yeah, we never had anything like super big like that. I mean, the only times we would have productions was during VBS oh, where there'd be yes. sets and skits. And
0: What does VBS
1: stand for? vacation bible school doesn't get much better than that yeah it's like a week (laughs) a week of i mean you're not there 24 7 but you go for a few hours a day and it's pretty fun it's on it's honestly
0: pretty good i i loved vbs did you have any good themes we had a surf theme i mean the the year we also had a surf theme yeah
1: because i mean there's got to be this is a whole different thing but i feel like companies that like sell the themes right there, yeah there's so there gotta like, be a lot of all the overlap. churches
0: are doing the same kind of yeah vacation bible school for the year yeah
1: but the uh the one that i acted in was pirate themed so i was the captain that year Can you
0: give us just a taste
1: no i can't please I cannot be- i mean it was just like a, a pirate accent right I guess. like what yeah <laughs> you matey uh you're gonna walk the plank but lovingly because this is church uh, yes we want to love our neighbors I love it but also yeah i don't know i yeah. didn't do an accent though when i did that for some reason i, d- I wasn't like <laughs> confident enough in my acting right even though i definitely could have done it i was i was intimidated that was fun though
0: yeah no, VBS was, was a lot of fun. I'm just re- realizing that VBS has the words vacation and school <laughs> in it. <laughs> and yeah. Like That's the exact opposite of whatever life I'd want. But <laughs> Cool. It's like so yeah, the school Sunday vacation. Sc- Sunday school. Bible's fine. Bible's good. Scott. Yeah. Strange. Okay. We got sidetracked again. I feel like that's going to happen a lot. Uh, I was going to bring up, you were talking about big productions our friend in the fraternity, Harrison Schrute Bowen, uh, has a his family has a big production called The Thorn, and you saw that, right? No, I didn't go with you guys. Oh, you didn't go? You no, never no. seen it? Nope. Well, I hope you do. It's a it's a big big production that they have. My church is doing an Easter production this year. Yeah, it's very popular. I did a Christmas play, and you know how some churches go crazy for the Christmas plays. But no, Easter is a good time. I hope everyone has a has a good Easter if you celebrate it, and if not, I also hope you have a good Easter day. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, we're just gonna we'll talk about this just a little bit. Just kind of talked about this with like Saint Patrick's Day and the how holidays change over time. So, do you like that? There's the second half of you know the egg hunts and you know hiding baskets and that's another mythical entity that doesn't <laughs> the exist. Easter
0: bunny really makes the least sense to me of all the mythical holiday creatures. My yeah. parents did celebrate it though like we'd have I mean I loved Easter growing up. I believed in the Easter bunny to a T. Okay. So, here's what my family did. You don't know this. Every every Easter morning, I'd wake up, open my door, and my sisters would open their doors. And from each of our room doors, there'd be a trail of jelly beans, leading out our door, down the stairs, into the then living you room. Naively followed. Naively followed. Questioning where you're going. Pick, picking up jelly beans off the floor and stuffing it into my mouth. As like, oh no, my god! I'm kidding. I didn't. Well, I okay. probably did do that younger. But after a while, I learned probably not the best idea, especially with my yeah. dog occasionally peeing on the floor. Uh, so we went to, <laughs> then led to our baskets. And, you know, just like Santa Claus, Easter had his own written note and I was, yeah, we had baskets and then I, I'm pretty sure my family did do Easter icons for my sisters. So I, I love the game of it. I love the game, but I never had any connection to it. It was just, this is something completely separate than the church Easter. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Combine those. Yeah. I, I still do
1: the. Hiding the egg basket or the baskets, we still yeah. do that. So wait, you're saying hide the baskets? Do you mean eggs? So just baskets, what like with the plastic eggs filled with like candy and like money right. and stuff.
0: So you'd hide the baskets. So, so
1: the, my parents would hide those in oh, the house
0: somewhere, and we, th- and we find them. Oh, okay, that's new. I haven't heard that before. Because our jelly beans led directly to the baskets. To the baskets. Like we didn't have to Got work it. for it.
1: Yeah. No, I. I always found them pretty quickly and I wanted every year, I was like, just hide
0: it in the hardest possible place. And they would never, you'd always and get it quick. I would always get it pretty quick. Still. any so. What's the best, any good hiding space that you remember?
1: Oh, there was a tricky one that was, <laughs> it was like in a pot ah. in in the cabinet. So like you couldn't see pretty it good. because the shape fit in there. That was a pretty good one. But honestly, yeah, none that have, I don't think, stumped me too So hard. when
0: you're a parent, you're going to hide it in the most impossible place and get so oh, much pleasure from them.
1: Oh, it's going to be a scavenger hunt. They're going to have to go oh, through yeah. the <laughs> whole ordeal.
0: They're going to hate that at one point. Like, they're going to love it at first they and be like, I yeah. want my candy if you don't keep it me I- <laughs> on holding us hostage from going to church in the morning. Yeah, just brute force it. <laughs> gosh that's great so do you know the history of the easter bunny i didn't do my research no i i read a
1: single article okay i mean it's pretty boring to be honest i mean it's probably some pagan holiday. well apparently Mar- martin luther organized what? egg hunts so sure that's, why not i guess where the hunts
0: themselves maybe so the started egg- egg signifying new life or was he just a big Humpty Alexander Dumpty fan?
1: I mean, I guess <laughs> <laughs> like you. Um Yes. Well, I, I guess it says it was a nod to the story of the resurrection. Yeah. In which the tomb was empty. So yeah, searching and exploration there, I guess.
0: But so wouldn't wouldn't a true egg hunt be where the kids run around, finds eggs, open them up and it's empty. <laughs> I like mean, they're expecting yeah, no, greatness you're totally this. right. It's empty, yeah, yeah. right. So the tomb's
1: empty, guys. What? Do you, <laughs> I don't know what point. you expected. <laughs> what the? <laughs> yeah. Rolled back the tomb, and there was a massive chocolate bunny.
0: <laughs> that's in the Gen Rolled Z back. version, absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, you're totally right, though. That's all oh, that's what I should do to my kids. <laughs> Escape room leading to nothing. Yeah. The real, fr- the
0: real prize <laughs> is Jesus who is resurrected.
1: That's really the whole history that I'm going to talk about because it's kind of okay. boring. and yeah I mean, it caught ground more as and with decorations and right and, and dyeing them and stuff like that, and yeah, capitalism and
0: egg painting is really cool. there is a there was an art installation I went to the other day that had a very intricate, big like ostrich egg painting. and I was like, wow, that's cool art. So yeah. Cool. Happy Easter. Yes. Happy I hope everyone had a, Easter. had a great Easter. Easter. Alright. Well, let's uh let's get into some biblical knowledge. What do you say, Sam? Do you yeah. have your Bible with you? Do you got your you got I, your Bible? Next segment? I do. There it is. Mine's oh. bigger. Uh, all right. Time to pull out my study Bible. No fair. You challenged me. <laughs> no, I'm leading. I'm leading this this study, so let's nope. Sit down. Okay, here's my oh, study got Bible. I got my phone app. You got three Bibles? He's what to have four. Books of the
1: Bible, which is the just a different ordering of, of it and less labels.
0: All right. All right. Let's get into it. So I'm going to be our, our little uh, Bible project person. I'm kind of basing this off of the Bible project, which is a podcast that I'm a big fan of listening to i um, really good at diving into the Bible and finding cool connections that last from the beginning of it to all the way to the end. And so I'm going to do a little reading. I'm going to do a little reading from 1 Corinthians 15. I'm going to try to not over-explain anything, but this is a book of the Bible written after Jesus by one of his disciples. So here we go. 1 Corinthians 15. For what I received I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day, according to the Scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, which is Peter, and then to the twelve. After that he appeared to more than five hundred brothers at once, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to the apostles, and And last of all, he appeared to me as to one of untimely birth. So that's kind of the main verse that I wanted to read because it's very following of the Easter story. Um, The Easter story, for those who don't know, is pretty much the core tenet of Christianity as itself. It's the telling of Jesus coming down as the son of God, living a perfect life, dying on the cross for salvation, being buried in the tomb for three days and we'll get more on that and then rising again on the third day according to the scriptures and prophecies that uh, is found in the old testament and then he stuck around appeared to a bunch of people and then went back into heaven and that's that's it that's a the big story of easter what they call the good news or the gospel yeah i can read these
1: these other two if you want
0: yeah, um, they're essentially the exact same verse. Um, these are two verses in the Gospels, which is the retelling of Jesus's life. Uh, Mark 930 and Matthew 17, Just read, Just read the, the first one.
1: All right, Mark 930. Going on from there, they passed through Galilee, but Jesus did not want anyone to know because he was teaching his disciples. He told them, the Son of Man will be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after three days, he will rise. But they did not understand the statement and they were afraid to ask him about it. So yeah, kind of similar, similar ideas
0: there, but. Right. And the the thing that's consistent here is this is before Jesus was put on the cross and killed. He tells his disciples that it's going to happen. They're going to kill him, speaking in metaphoric terms that they don't understand. And he'll, after three days, he rise. So he's predicting what's going to happen in the future, uh, showing that he's able to do that. So what I wanted to study today are these verses, um, but also look into some cool insights that relate to biblical history and the significance um, that you might not see on a first pass. But before we do that, um, I wanted to get Sam's opinion on these verses that I chose. What uh, were some things that stood out to you? in these passages. <laughs> so it's just really funny. I mean, it's gotta be,
1: if, if we were in the disciples shoes, we would do the exact same things, but it's really funny. Just having the hindsight <laughs> to judge the disciples and how right. sometimes seemingly dumb they are in Mark 30, uh 32, when they said they did not understand the statement and they were afraid to ask him about it. <laughs> which is just really interesting when he just tells them exactly what's going to happen multiple times
0: and they have no idea. Right. Yeah, it is it is pretty crazy. I think about school sometimes when I read these passages and how a teacher, especially when introducing a completely foreign topic, I mean, I can, you can go as extreme as math or calculus, but the first time that you hear a concept the words may be really true if you hear them a year later. You're like, wow, how is that? How could someone not understand that? Or like teaching children, mm-hmm. two plus two is four. Like how do you not – I just told you the answer. How do you not like connect the dots? But yeah. Yeah, and especially if
1: they're used to him speaking in parables and right everything not always being clear cut. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of – that's funny, yeah. I'm I'm going to reference – John 13 26 when Jesus is you know calling out Judas for betraying him uh-huh yeah and he's like it's the one day. to whom I will give this piece of bread when I have dipped <laughs> it in the dish then dipping the piece of bread he gave it to Judas as soon as Judas took the bread Satan entered into him so Jesus told him what you're about to do, do quickly. But no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him. <laughs> Which is just like, I think about that all the time. He's like, <laughs> so one of you is going to betray me. It's the one that I literally give this piece of bread to. Gives, Gives him the bread. bread.
0: <laughs> what are they
1: doing? Are they just like, they're not paying I, attention? dude? What's going on there?
0: They were low-key dumb people. <laughs> Those I don't know. I could not write a Gen Z translation. Yeah, yeah that's that's pretty good. That's a good one. <laughs> no, those are really good observations. Just some small things before I get into the big insights. I wanted to shout out Galilee. For those who don't know, Galilee is a the major sea uh, around Israel that Jesus spent a lot of his time in ministry in. Um, Galilee was a place I got to visit in Israel. Uh, when I was younger, and Leslie was actually just there, and I think Galilee is low-key, one of the most beautiful places, like, just to be there. I might have been, it's you know, it's more down. of a spiritual experience, but I thought it was really, really pretty and just surreal. The other th- other thought I had was the fact that in first the first Corinthians, the first passage I read, that, you know, he appeared, most people know that he came back to life and said hi to the disciples. But then after that, he went to talk to 500 or more people and revealed himself in that way, which is something that I forget that, you know, he like didn't just come back to life and then go into hiding, but he went back and saw a bunch of people. So it's pretty cool. Small things.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a big part of it because it's like not that he has to prove himself to that he got resurrected but just in terms of it's not talked about a whole lot it's not a big emphasis in the gospels mm-hmm. which is interesting that the significance is more about the sacrifice and it's mm-hmm. like the resurrection but not necessarily the immediate after effects yeah. but it it is it is interesting cuz that like that is a lot of people and that right. cuz that's just the one it says he uh, appeared to 500 brothers at once so, I mean, within those 40 days, I mean, probably more than that as well.
0: Yeah. It, I love the study of apologetics and evangelism, which is kind of what's the proof for your belief or why do you believe what you believe? And I won't go into that. We can save that for another podcast. But I, the verse later on in 1 Corinthians 15 talks about how important Easter really is, the idea that Jesus didn't just die but that he was raised from the dead he says this for if the dead are not raised then Christ has not been raised either and if Christ has not been raised your faith is futile you're you are lost in your sins then those who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost so it's kind of saying if this didn't happen your whole faith is what's a good Gen Z term for futile broken ankles i don't, I don't <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: your faith is your faith ankles. ankles have broken your faith you've an-
0: been juked i'm so glad you you've thought been that. jesus juked you've been all <laughs> oh, yeah. right that's good yeah yeah so that's that i want to get into the cool insights the cool biblical insights that i found the first one kind of goes back to good friday Most people, well, it's kind of assumed that Jesus was killed on Good Friday, but did you know that there's actually arguments to be said that he might've been crucified on Wednesday or Thursday? This question
1: is, has plagued my mind. I, I cannot figure it out because I remember an explanation of this, of why It was still Friday just based on like how their days worked Mm -hmm. just in my church growing up and doing research recently. I just want to like sit down and make a timeline of what pieces go together, what is open to interpretation and what is strict in terms of the timing.
0: Well, let me give you a little bit of the research that I did. Not too extensive. I didn't make my own timeline. But the big thing that it's around was that first verse that we read said that he was raised on the third day. And what is a third day mean? Jesus said, after three days, he will rise. So on the third day, after three days, all kind of a little confusing. Mm -hmm. Basic day math, if you start on Friday... How I would do it, I'd say Saturday's one day, Sunday's two days, Monday's three days. That's how I would do it in a modern mm. interpretation. Is that also how you do it? Yeah. yeah. So by my standards, I think Thursday would make more sense. But some say the Jewish considerations of a day would include any part of the day. So Friday would be day one, Saturday day two, Sunday day three. And you could even make the argument... That sometimes, if you haven't seen someone, if I haven't seen you in three days, mm-hmm. I, I could be saying it's been three whole days that I haven't seen you. <laughs> so yeah. it could be Wednesday, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday of the three days. That's yeah. the argument for most people. Uh, but what I thought was the most interesting is how they reconciled each of these arguments. So the Friday argument and the Wednesday arguments I learned are the most popular. Which was surprising Mm. because Thursday would be what I think would be the most common. Uh, The Wednesday and Thursday arguments both focus on Sabbath and how Mm -hmm. that's interpreted. Yeah. Can you give a quick rundown of what a Sabbath is? Yeah, just the day of rest based on
1: God's rest on the seventh day. So that basically idea in tradition was continued. in Jewish culture, and just a very important, you know, point of debate, and where like the Pharisees' criticism of, uh, of Jesus came from in terms of working on the Sabbath, like what do you define as work, and mm-hmm. that the law is that you should be resting. But yeah, just mainly, but mainly based
0: on the idea of having a day of rest because God rested, right? And mostly in Jewish calendars it was on saturday not sunday like most people think but in the jewish calendar is on saturday was the sabbath day Mm -hmm. Um, but the argument is there's a verse that says the day that he was killed was the day before the sabbath and sabbath being on saturday friday's most likely the day therefore you make that argument but passover which we mentioned earlier uh the whole scene with the prince of egypt uh (laughs) being this big celebration which is a huge symbolism for jesus there was a second Sabbath dealing with the Passover, and this Sabbath would be on Thursday. So one day before that Sabbath would be on a Wednesday, and it still works three days. You just have to change the way they interpret them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like doing the research, that makes the most sense to me. There's like references to Jesus dying, like on the day of preparation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a, a verse about like a specific day that's mentioned when they put the stone in front of the tomb. Right. And they say, oh, we need to make sure that his disciples don't come and steal the body. There's a specific day mentioned there. And, you know, references to, oh, this happened the day before the Sabbath. So I think, in terms of, yeah, the earlier references to like when is considered. The Sabbath, that makes the most sense. That, in my mind, there's room for interpretation there in terms of the front end of. And I think that's why there's like debate on like when it starts, but not when it ends. Because I think it's pretty clear that it's on Sunday and that there are multiple like specific, you know, verses that say it was the day after Mm -hmm. Saturday. Yeah. At the dawn. Of the first day of the week,
0: which was Sunday for them, so, yeah, yeah. So I I think I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I also think that I follow the the Wednesday. And this is just our opinions, but there's a verse later um, in Matthew, which kind of is a good transition. But he says that he'll be in the heart. He'll be pretty much there for three days and three nights. And if you take that literally, you take those three days: Thursday day, Friday day, Saturday day, buried. That makes sense. And then also, there's the thought that comes to me often where if Jesus died on Friday night and then was raised Sunday morning, that, you know, as quickly as Easter comes around the corner, not that that's not enough time to like feel the weight of Jesus' death, but it does feel kind of quick. Like it'd be basically just all of Saturday where, you know, they're feeling it. But if it was a, I know how long the end of the week can be sometimes. And if it was a Thursday, a Friday and a Saturday, I could see how that's like, okay, this is actually real. Like he's gone. (laughs) It's over. Mm -hmm. So, yeah,
1: I mean, there, yeah. And there's significance to, I mean, one in terms of fulfilling prophecies Mm -hmm. that he himself had, you know, said and in earlier ones as well. But also I had read that to be, declared legally dead it had to be like a full three days Mm, mm -hmm. as well which yeah people can fact check that and stuff but
0: is yeah it is interesting so yeah cool insight number one i think it's a good transition to cool insight number two which is kind of which was the more basis of why i wanted to look into this for me was i always wondered why is it three days why was jesus three days like could have been One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But there is significance. And there's significance to a lot of the numbers in the Bible. Uh, I was doing Mm -hmm. just general research. And there's meanings to a whole bunch of numbers. So Sam, what is one of your lucky numbers or favorite numbers? I'm going to see if there's a biblical relation to it.
1: Uh, I'll go with four because that was one of my soccer numbers. Fantastic.
0: From this website that I found... The number four derives its biblical meaning from creation. On its fourth day, God completed the material universe. He brought into existence the sun, the moon, and the stars. So uh, four is associated with the seasons and the appointed times in the skies. There you go. And the fourth commandment, just so you know, more fun facts, (laughs) is to remember and keep God's holy Sabbath. Call back to the Sabbath. All right. Okay. There you go. (laughs) Um, but yeah, there's, there's meanings of all sorts of numbers. There's, uh, seven, which is a very popular one, uh, Mm -hmm. being tied to creation and perfection. Same with, uh, number 12. Um, the number, my favorite number is 15 and the meaning of number 15 in the Bible is often associated with rest, which is big for me because I love sleep and I love rest. (laughs) So it fits pretty well, but Back to the main number, number three, conveys the meaning of completeness, although not quite to perfection like number seven. Number three is a complete number and lots of appearances. So mm-hmm. Sam, will you read Matthew twelve thirty-eight through 40, which is Jesus telling them again, his prediction of his death and resurrection. Mm-hmm. Then some of the scribes
1: and Pharisees told Jesus Jesus, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But he replied to them, An evil and adulterous generation craves a sign. (laughs) Yet no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. Because just as Jonah was in the stomach of the sea creature for three days and three nights, so the Son of Man will be in the heart of the earth for three days
0: and three nights. So Jesus calls back a story of Jonah very popular story of about a dude who gets swallowed by a big fish a classic yes a kind classic. of a strange callback for like the big finale of the bible it's like let's go back to this story about jonah
1: yeah it is it does feel semi-random
0: how do you interpret that story of, of jonah
1: i guess in an it's isolated instance the in isolated story I always hear it talked about in terms of, you know, not running away from God and going through with his calling. And then also just Jonah's attitude. Hmm. I think it's talked about a lot in terms of, right, like he wanted them destroyed. But Yeah. yeah, that's not necessarily the attitude to have for people that you want to help if your heart is in the right place. Yeah. In terms of specifically three. I don't know. I mean, that is a long time to be (laughs) in the belly of a whale. But besides that, I I don't know any specific significance for that.
0: Yeah. So in my looking, Genesis is, you know, the creation story. And the third day was the day, there are two third days, but both of them are, all the days are creation, Um, but three kind of, is the completion of a phase or a new life is born. And so Mm -hmm. in this one, Jonah's kind of a dead state in this fish. Three days later, he's kind of given new life. And that's kind of how I interpret most of these stories. There's another time Jesus refers to Hosea, where he says on the third day, he will restore us and that we may live in his presence. Same in Exodus, there's another story about let them be ready for the third day. On the third day, the Lord will come down in the sight of all people. So it's always or often in the Bible, the third day is the day of redemption or the day of restoration or the day that God shows up or, you know, something big happens. So it makes sense that he, he calls back the story of Jonah.
1: Yeah. Did you watch the Veggie Tales Jonah version?
0: I did not watch the Veggie version. Oh, oh, dang! What did? Okay. Was it a whale? I th- I think so. Or was it like a big pumpkin monster?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it was just a normal whale. I think this is the one that had the pirates that don't do anything,
0: though. Oh, of course it was. No, you're right. I did watch this, and they threw the asparagus guy over the. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. I think so.
1: To to calm to calm it, right? calm the storm, which is pretty calm biblically
0: accurate. <laughs> I I did. <laughs> Great reference, but I did want to say that it is interesting. You brought up Jonah having like a bad attitude of "I don't want to save these people; I'm going to run away." And he was unwillingly in a grave of sorts for three days. But Jesus takes, you know, the exact opposite; willingly goes towards this in order to save people.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting too because I've heard it compared to
0: like Sodom and Gomorrah.
1: Which are also needed <laughs> redemption and had lots of corruption and just mm-hmm. the different ways because you know you would think that this you could have the same outcome in both cases but God handles it in different ways mm-hmm. and I think part of that is I mean maybe maybe if Jonah's attitude was different or if he didn't use Jonah maybe he would have also smited Nineveh. But I think that was also specifically to use Jonah and to use Jonah
0: as an example of following God's will, so well, in the end, Bible teaches that Jesus was kind of the perfect version of all the biblical characters, right you know the the new Adam, the better David, the better Jonah Moses, all these things, and that you know. Three days being the complete number of days. A lot of lot of other theories out there on why it was three days. Spiritual, um, whether it's just symbolism. Some things some things will remain a mystery, but that's that's exciting, and that's why you can have Bible studies and conversations that last forever. But that's that's mm-hmm. kind of all I had prepared. So that's our Bible study for the day. Uh, let's go around and do prayer requests. <laughs> <laughs> popcorn prayer popcorn prayer everybody We will be we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll take a moment of silence and uh feel free to just <laughs> go for it oh yeah that's it all right sweet yeah well kind of uh getting into
1: our last segment the big question from past couple decades <laughs> is christian media getting any better
0: fantastic question Christian media is always not always, I mean I I speak like it's been around forever. I don't know what it was like in the twelve hundreds Christian media, all the drawings were they getting hate. <laughs> but what I do know is that Christian TV and Christian uh Christian movies, especially live action or have always got a lot of hate for being real cheesy and real bad.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, usually for good reason, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> like valid. Yeah. I don't know if you've watched uh the Bible
0: series. I didn't watch it. No. Don't watch it. Don't watch okay. it. Okay.
1: It's one of the it's one of the ones. But literally all I remember, because I, I watched it with my small group for my mm-hmm. youth group. And there was a scene in Sodom and Gomorrah where the two angels were there and there were all the all the people there that were being rowdy and trying to do bad things, do bad things. Yes. We'll say that. (laughs) And the angels go sicko mode (laughs) on all the people and literally just start slaughtering them (gasps) with like, like ninja style swords doing like spins, (laughs) (laughs) stuff like that. And they like did this, you know, Thing where they melted this guy's eyes oh my gosh just felt like straight out of well i mean not star wars but just some that is wild action movie
0: and do you ever hear of bible man before <laughs> no me neither until a few, few weeks ago when i was doing research you're looking up right now look up bible man shufflers it's uh it's exactly what it sounds oh, like it's a superhero who fights crime but biblically yeah So I I guess there's this distinction between Christian kids media and the more mainstream appeal because kids, I feel like have done a pretty good job, if I'm honest, like VeggieTales. Certified classic. Big success. Um, I was a fan of the more other obscure Phil Visham, whatever his name was. Phil Wickham. Phil Wickham. Yep. His other project, which was Buck Denver. Oh, no. You don't know what Buck... You know, you know. Buck Denver, Buck Denver? Something no. was what, it? What's the whole title? He did this. Yes. I no, I haven't seen this. This looks horrible. It's incredible. I attribute oh, he a needs lot of my biblical music. knowledge to these puppets. Really, Buck Denver goes through the Bible. It really? is just a. It's like the Muppets meets Veggie Tales meets biblical, but it was like intense. They went through every book of the Bible. And the reason I know it so well is because in the back of the car, we'd have a TV, and my family would play it over and over
1: and yeah. over again.
0: So I got a lot of indoctrination <laughs> those those puppets.
1: Did you watch or listen to Adventures in Odyssey? In uh, the car? A Ever?
0: few of them, yes. Okay. I, I did not like the audio books. I got bored mm-hmm. often because you know, yeah. puppets are I, th- I, think I did as well. stimulating. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, yeah, we'll accept our different right.
0: upbringings, <laughs> adventures and odyssey. That's very up your right. style, though. Actually, I, if I thought about what you listened to as a kid, that that's exactly what it would. be. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't my choice. No,
1: but <laughs> I see how choice. it's formed
0: who you are today, and I think Buck <laughs> okay. Denver shows how I. I s- it
1: that makes probably more sense, <laughs> and how you were formed. <laughs>
0: Oh boy. It. Let me tell you. Okay. So back to the back to the the mainstream Christian media. I I mean, I was probably too young, but I remember God's Not Dead being such mm. a big shift for me, I guess. Or like it was maybe the first Christian movie that I was like, Oh, this is that was decent. Yeah. This is decent and it's something I yeah. can show my friends. And I, I made it my personality for at least a year. Really? Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was good enough. It was good enough, is what I'll say. Yeah, I mean, I will watch it now and I'll, I'll see it's, you know, probably pretty cheesy. And but back then, you know, movies have gone a long way. When did that? When did that even come out? Well, now they did like four sequels, which I didn't watch any of them. Twenty are there
1: actually four sequels?
0: There's four movies. Four gods not dead no way Mm-hmm. i
1: i had heard of the second one and i thought that one was was
0: the last one no i think they just got more political as time went on though <laughs> uh yeah yeah i could see how that happens but the first one was like a college drama with shane harper who big i just all i remembered is oh he was on wizards wizards waverly place that's how i know this guy he dated was it wizards or was it no, it wasn't wizards. I'm thinking I'm getting my Disney Channel shows mixed up. It was Good Luck Charlie. Good Luck Charlie. Yep. <laughs> they all look the same, anyway. They yeah, all well, the Disney they stars to blend together.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like the the staple movie for the longest time was Passion of the Christ, though.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, it was. But so you you said you watch the whole movie occasionally?
1: Passion of the Christ. Yeah. 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 Every once in a while. It's I don't know. It's just one of the just I've, I've grown up as a Christian and it's it's one of the few things that really just like snaps you back into it again, mm-hmm. where you're like, this is the thing that I believe in. And it's it makes it very real. I feel yeah. like so. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a good experience. And just it, once it in a while. stands
0: production wise test of time so far. So I agree. But. I can't think of any other cheesy movies, but I know they exist, and I know that people will continue to get on them. But are the back to the question, are we in a new pivotal pivotal time for Christian media? Yes. You think so?
1: <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, okay. I did say I was going to binge all of The Chosen. I watched episode one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a start. It's yeah, I mean, it's what'd you think hour. of episode
1: one? It was
0: good. I mean, it's it's solid. Yeah, it's a little slow setup. So I will I will use this this podcast as a plug for the Chosen. It was suggested to me a little bit ago. I was pretty skeptical to it, if I'm honest. I I knew I think I had heard of the Bible series before and seen it, and mm. I was like, I'll just I'll stick to a word. But I tried it out, and. Don't get me wrong, it is still a very artistic expression and not to be taken for the Bible itself. But as a story perspective and a Christian, you know, supplement, that's very, you know, that's speaking on the Christian side. But as a show, I think it's incredible. I think it's a very well done production and and showing that Christian media has potential to, you know, really be impactful. Now there's a debate of what it, is it as impactful if you're not growing up in the church? I had not done much hmm. I haven't heard many other people who have watched it that didn't grow yeah. up in the church, so maybe yeah. you know having that backstory makes it more significant but for me great show would recommend
1: i mean i would I would assume it's a good tool I mean, I think it's generated enough talk and hype that. Mm-hmm. probably just random people are watching it watching i think it so just for the and i think it exposes people to the stories mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah good conversations definitely can come from them which is what i think media should do i mean i talk about marvel movies more than i do christian conversations sometimes you know so if we can get more you know more exposure then i think it's a great thing Well, and just, I've also
1: heard, like it it is for people who are visually focused and visually driven, that would not pick up a Bible ever. Yep. I I can't judge fully for sure. I I mean, I trust your take that it's, you know, there's some creative interpretation and stuff, but I I think it's like a valid tool and option for Mm -hmm. certain circumstances like that. Yep. And I, th- I think we, there's been talk for watching it at my house church potentially for in in place of certain sermon days just okay, because it would be cool. better help people focus and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's good. It's it's a upward trend
0: on plus one for uh, Christian <laughs> media. <laughs> Sorry. Any other Christian uh movies or shows you watched recently? Yeah, I watched Jesus
1: Revolution on Friday. last Yeah,
0: nice. I saw that movie a couple weeks ago.
1: Mm -hmm. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was better than God's Not Dead, for sure. I I thought it was really solid. Mm -hmm. I only had just like a couple, probably a couple nitpicks with it. But I I think it was really good. And I just think it's hilarious that Lonnie is Jesus. Yeah. They like totally play into that. Yeah. And he does so well in like this character in terms of like the acting. I mean I've only seen him in literally one scene in The
0: Chosen so far, but just to clarify, the same actor of Jesus in the chosen is plays the main hippie in yeah, the main Jesus Revolution.
1: <laughs> Jesus looking hippie. <Do> you- <laughs>
0: yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Do you want to give a little recap or summary on the movie and kind of what you, you liked about it?
1: Yeah. So Jesus Revolution, just based on just the actual movement in like starting in like California in the 60s and 70s, you know, the hippie movement where, you know, all the classic phrases like make love, not war and peace and hippie vans and all that stuff. And a lot of, you know, there's a a lot of the idea of the movie is there are all these young kids like searching for that and desiring that, but they're just like looking in the wrong places, Mm -hmm. putting like looking for it in drugs and like psychedelics and stuff like that. And so just because they're, they're like hungry for, you know, searching for peace and truth. There's just a big movement of young people, hippies (laughs) coming to Jesus and that having a big influence on everything. So, yeah, I thought I thought a lot of the a lot of the buildup for the movie was was really good I mean mm-hmm. Lonnie I feel like is definitely my favorite character <laughs> there were definitely yeah. a few cheesy lines but not that many to be
0: honest right the the hard part with cheesy lines like a cheesy comedic line is one thing but it's when a movie starts to preach at you that you start to notice you're like oh yeah. that's really cheesy because it's, it's easy to want to do that in media because you want to make sure that the message you want the audience to have gets across, but sometimes you can cross in line. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: And I, I think they did a really good job with that
0: because I th- they, I thought so too. They make the characters very real mm-hmm. and from the beginning, like from the start, mm-hmm. they do a great job of doing that. Yeah. And it's just,
1: I mean, that's a lot of the conflict in the second half of the movie is people's flaws coming out, which I I don't know if they landed it perfectly, but you know, it was pretty good. And Mm -hmm. I think in terms of the preaching aspect, I think they were very, again, like very reasonable in terms of what like a normal, like average Christian would do in terms of like having flaws. And I think just, they lean into the humor of it as well. Like Mm -hmm. during the part where they all pitch in for Greg for Greg's car and they're like praying over the car and it's right. totally like this big comedic thing. And it's very self-aware about that. It's not like they're just ignoring, like that's totally something that would happen absolutely. Like, in my church, like things like that. <laughs> yeah. But it also has, I think really solid theology as well. And they don't, they're like pretty neutral denomination wise, I would say as well.
0: Awesome. Yeah, no, it's great movie. Go watch it in theaters while you still can, or wait until it hits one of the streaming services. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's any uh, Christian movies upcoming. God's Not Dead six, seven, and eight. (laughs) Yeah, can't wait for those. My mom wanted me to watch the Left Behind movies.
1: Oh man, I I haven't watched those. I I watched the trailer. Uh huh. Why does that exist? (laughs) And also why Nicolas Cage?
0: <laughs> yeah. Out of great, all the people. Great questions. Couldn't tell you. Maybe in heaven we'll know the answers. <laughs> Last thing I want to say about The Chosen though is that, you know, it's a multi-season show. And so eventually, you know, they're going through the whole life of Jesus. Right now I think they're just walking on water. So they're almost halfway of, mm-hmm. through the Gospels. But eventually they're going to have to do their own Passion of the Christ scene. Yeah. And it's going to be, we'll see. That's it's going to be uh it's going to be wild. Yeah. So, jump on the jump on the boat while you can. I think
1: they I saw they were going to have a sequel to The Passion of the Christ.
0: I saw that like years ago. I don't know if it's yeah. actually going to happen.
1: Apparently, allegedly,
0: it'll be released in 2024. All right. <laughs> I'll be in theaters for it, but man, that I I've heard rumors of what it's going to be, and if it's what I hear, it's going to be wild.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that was our Christian media section.
0: Yes, and that concludes our Christian podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But also for anyone. The door is always open. (laughs) The door swing wideth. (laughs) That's, That's the King James and then the Gen Z. I don't know. I really have failed on coming with Gen Z language. This podcast has made me realize that I'm no longer young and hip and cool. (laughs) I'm sure people have known that for a while though. Are we doing any challenges this week? Yeah, no. I think uh next week is our music podcast, which is gonna be packed full of things. But one thing we can do, this is a challenge for you, for me, and for all the shufflers, is we're gonna create a Spotify playlist, a shuffled playlist where we're going to have a bunch of music and we'll pick some of our favorites to do a quick review on. So if you're listening right now, go to that playlist and add some of your favorite music and maybe we'll talk about it or maybe you'll just get a good listen.
1: Well, yeah, as you, as mentioned, that'll be exciting. We will see you guys next week. We are going to have some guests for the music podcast.
0: So that will be, very exciting! All right, and it's gonna be a good time. So it's gonna be a blast. Follow us on the Instagram. I'm I'm taking over the helm again. I'm 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 off of my uh, off my fast. We're gonna hit the ground running. See some TikToks, maybe I don't know. At my pod shuffle, give us a follow. Give us a comment. Let us know what you think. Give us five stars. That's it.
1: Uh, shout out one last shout out to the Bible Project go yeah. check out their they had Alex said they have the podcast but they also have their youtube channel as well with the classic you know visual description so yeah they're 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 great so go check that out as well sounds good righty Shufflers. see ya
0: see ya